0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Arthouse Garage, the snob-free film podcast where we make arthouse, indie, classic, and foreign cinema accessible to the masses. I'm your host, Andrew Swetman, and today I'm bringing you a bonus episode about a film called Ramona at Midlife. I saw the film recently at the Bentonville Film Festival and had the great pleasure of speaking to the director, Brooke Berman, and some of the cast of the film. Stay tuned to hear my thoughts on the film and my interviews with the filmmakers.
1: Dear Patti Smith, I think someone has stolen my life. I know who you are. I'm Kiki's mom. Our kids are friends. You're that Ramona. What Ramona? What Ramona? Ramona, middle-aged, but still dresses like a rock chick. Used to be a writer, now works in an animal shelter. This is a real movie. Introduction. Do you know about the Monsbach movie? Of course I know about
2: the Moms Monsbach movie. Everybody knows about the Monsbach movie.
1: I just told him you were a mom at school. And maybe I told him I think of you as a cautionary tale for women artists, but that's it. What? Just like how you were a really big deal and then disappeared. I didn't disappear. Look, I think this project is based on my work, and I think this character is based on me. What do I do? I don't know how to reconcile who I used to be with who I am now?
3: I think that's the question of middle age.
1: Wait, you're meeting women in AA?
0: The separation was not my choice.
1: I am feeling so much hostility here.
0: And you're not done.
1: This is not the life I'd plan to have. What? What? Okay, reframe the narrative i wish someone wanted to make a movie about me he doesn't get to be the one telling my story don't let him all my life i wanted my words to matter
2: i think they matter
1: well sure you do you plagiarized oh my gosh stop saying that
0: welcome to arthouse garage that was the trailer for ramona at midlife I recently attended the Bentonville Film Festival, which has become one of my very favorite festivals around. I saw a number of films this year. Listen back to episode 122 to hear about some of the other films I saw and my thoughts on the festival overall. One film I watched was this one, Ramona at Midlife, from writer-director Brooke Berman. The film stars Yvonne Woods as Ramona a single mother and writer who hasn't published anything in a while. Ramona loves punk rock and has a special affinity for Patti Smith. She finds out early in the film that a popular filmmaker is making a movie that seems to be directly inspired by her life. Through dealing with that situation and trying to make sense of her many complicated friendships and romantic relationships, Ramona comes of age at middle age, as director Berman put it. I was really charmed by this film. It's not every day that you see a film about midlife, as the title puts it. The only film that came to mind from the last few years about a protagonist like this one is the Sebastian Lelio film Gloria Bell, a film which I adore. This certainly shares some DNA with that. I was impressed by how grounded the tone of this film is. Sometimes with smaller movies like this, it can feel like the dialogue can lose a sense of reality or become inorganic, but this film didn't have that problem at all. When I spoke with Brooke Berman, who wrote and directed the film, she mentioned Nicole Holofcener as an inspiration, which absolutely comes through in the film, especially in just how grounded it feels. Like Holofcener's work, the story is relatively small, but the emotional stakes for the characters couldn't be bigger. One of my favorite aspects of the writing is this unique setup having to do with Ramona's journaling. Her writing takes the form of letters, but they're also almost like prayers written to famous punk rocker, Patti Smith. The moments when we hear Ramona in voiceover directing her thoughts and feelings towards this heroine of hers tells us a lot about Ramona besides just the words she's written. The performances in this film are all very good as well. Yvonne Woods as Ramona really carries the film. She's in basically every scene. The character feels very relatable, even though she's so unique. I've never met anyone quite like Ramona, but she feels like such a real person that it almost seems like someone you've been friends with for years by the end of the movie. Alicia Reiner plays Gwen, an old friend of Ramona's, though they have had a falling out some time ago. One of my favorite scenes in the film is a heated exchange they have when Ramona shows up at Gwen's party. Gwen has just had her book published, and she works as a creativity guru. Ramona, jealous of her success, lashes out about Gwen's vanity. Gwen replies by mocking Ramona for working at an animal clinic. Ramona says, at least I'm useful. And then Gwyn replies with my favorite line of the film, I'm a creativity guru. What's more useful than that? (laughs) That really made me laugh. The two end up reconnecting, and the old friend group is back together, including Imani, played by April Mathis. Imani is a book agent and someone Ramona confides in, and Mathis brings a unique energy to the screen that fits well within the tone of this film while being very distinctively her own. All three performances, Ramona, Imani, and Gwynn, have an incredibly lived in quality. It genuinely feels like watching old friends connect. And that's one of the most special things about this film, I think, is that it is about womanhood and it's written, directed, and produced by women, with the vast majority of its screen time focused on women and their experiences, especially in a season of life that isn't so common in the movies. I'll also mention that there are cameos by Rosemary DeWitt and Josh Radner. Radner's in particular is very funny. Ramona at Midlife is a sweet, thoughtful, charming film that I'm so glad I made time for at the festival. The cast is very strong, and writer director Brooke Berman shows real skill at writing true to life characters whose struggles are unique but also universal. The film played Wednesday morning at the festival, accompanied by a mimosa brunch. I showed up with my microphone in hand and had the pleasure of interviewing the writer and director Brooke Berman, producer Kristen Vaganos, as well as Yvonne Woods, who plays Ramona, Brian Slattin, who plays a love interest of Ramona named Ryan, and Alicia Reiner, who plays Gwen. I actually think I hurt Alicia Reiner's feelings with my assessment of her character, and I felt so bad about it. I'm sorry, Alicia. You're great in this film and in everything I've seen you in. Anyway, you'll hear it in a minute. First up, here is Brooke Berman.
3: Uh, I'm Brooke Berman. My film is Ramona at Midlife. I'm the writer, the director, and one of the producers. And I'm also the casting director and I'm also the location supervisor.
0: (laughs) You do it all. I was going to ask, actually, about the casting. How did you find your actors, especially your lead?
3: Uh, They're mostly friends. I mean, really, everybody in the movie was a friend. So I wrote it for my network of people and I called them up and said, would you come be in a little movie I wrote? And they all said yes.
0: That's fantastic. And it really is such a beautiful movie. What was your initial idea to to make a, a film about this type of character?
3: Well, funnily enough, the character was born before the movie. I wrote the character for the actress, Yvonne Woods, and we had been talking about life and success, and we're both big Nicole Hall of Center fans. We were oh, yeah. talking about um, Friends with Money.
0: Her new
3: film is so good, by the way. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. And, um, and so I had this character that started growing, but I didn't know what her story was for a couple of years and then in the pandemic I, I sat down and started writing and I saw her put this lipstick on and the phrase that came out was a lipstick like armor and then I her story started coming in yeah
0: I love the whole uh, there's this Patti Smith sort of uh, set up to the film. Is that some, she's someone important to you, personally?
3: Well, you know, I didn't listen to her a lot when I was younger, but I'm from Detroit. And when I was raising my son and doing all the mommy things, like packing lunch and going to PTA meetings and going to after-school conferences and sitting in the park, I found out that Patti Smith had raised her kids in St. Clair Shores, Michigan, and really kind of dropped out of the scene for a few years and that she was quite vocal about prioritizing motherhood. And yet, she never seemed to find any conflict between motherhood and creativity and being an artist and not just an artist but like punk princess yeah. badass artist and then she had no problem coming back in and reclaiming her place so she became very inspiring to me as a multi-hyphenate and as a mother and a mother poet.
0: How, how have you found Bentonville so far
3: I love Bentonville. It's so charming. You know, Yvonne wants to move here.
0: <laughs> Everyone does when they come. Oh, maybe I should live here. Yvonne.
3: I know. It's really sweet. We just got into town yesterday in our premieres this morning, so we haven't gotten a chance to explore, but we're going to the art museum tomorrow, yeah, and I can't wait.
0: Cool. Well, thank you so much for this film. Thanks for your time, and I'm excited to have the audience see it now. Thanks so much. Now here is producer Kristen Vaganos, followed by star Yvonne Woods. Yeah, so how did you get involved with the film?
4: So, Brooke and I met a year before we started filming the movie. And we met through another female filmmaker who we're both very fond of, named Naomi McDougal Jones, who's really a pioneer of the sustainability of indie film, so has also taught us some lessons. Um, but Brooke was looking for a hopefully female producer and met with a few people and then we started working together. And I think we just had the same idea about efficiency to really just get this done on our own and not have to wait for anybody else and bring all our resources to the table and our heart. And it's kind of amazing. A year after we met, we made the movie and a year after that, we're here premiering it.
0: It's fantastic. And it is, it's such a, a special thing to have a, a woman-led role like this and, a, and especially a woman of a certain age. And was that something that was important to you to, to tell that kind of a story?
4: It was very important to me to tell this story. And Brooke talks about it a lot because it's, you know, the film truly has the words midlife in the title, but it resonates so much beyond that. It resonated so much with me the first time I read the script. And Brooke's such an amazing writer that... I felt it inspiring for the woman I'll be one day, the women that we all grow into and the people that we all grow into and that there is no expiration date and that we're always changing and evolving and that any ways that we grow that are in line with what we envisioned or not are successful and are still growth. So I connected with the film immediately and I felt it really touches on all phases of life. and it's, we don't see women or people at this age and at this reflection point all that often in media, so it was important to me to tell a story like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love there's a line about you know, just reflecting on the idea that who you used to be isn't who you are now, and, and that's normal, and that's like, okay, I love that, that aspect of the film. Any other final thoughts about the, the film today?
4: We're so proud of it, we can't wait to be here. We think this is just such a perfect place to be premiering this film at a festival that's so female and diverse, voice forward. And we're really charmed by the whole community, by Gina, by the inclusivity here, we're honored to be here.
0: Thank you so much, I'm excited for everyone to see it and uh, I appreciate your time.
4: Thank you. I'm
1: Yvonne Woods, the film is Ramona at Midlife and I play Ramona.
0: It's such an interesting film and it's, you know, type of protagonist we don't see on screen terribly often. It's also a very vulnerable performance and kind of role. Uh, Did that excite you about it or make you nervous, or how did you feel about taking this role on?
1: I think all of the above, yeah, yeah. Certainly uh, excited, exciting to work with such wonderful people. Um, So then that feels like a kind of safe space where you can be open and keep peeling back the layers of the onion, be as vulnerable as, as possible. And is open to what is happening in the moment. Uh, yeah. It was, it was
0: Your character also has this this whole construct of Patty Smith and the sort of this punk rock streak to the character. Is there any truth to that in real life? Uh, are you a fan of that kind of music and that sort of thing?
1: Oh, I mean, yes. I idolize her. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually got even more interested in her because of the film. So yeah, I love her writing especially, but I've seen her perform in New York, and she's. Uh, I've also i looked up um, old YouTube videos when she was young, and just her fearlessness, and and she continues that like every moment in space seems to me she just owns where she is, who she is and kind of offers that to the rest of us, and (laughs) i soak that up all day. Uh,
0: Just generally, how did you get involved with the film? Um, Were you involved early on in the process, or how did that work?
1: Yeah, I was. um, Brooke uh, Berman, the the writer-director, and I met at Juilliard. She was in the playwrights division, and we've been best friends ever since. And um, yeah, actually, I'd like to let her respond to uh, how it all came about, but um, definitely it grew, the script kind of grew out of some conversations, I would say. Um, Yeah, so I I was, yeah, I'm on board with her, anything she does.
0: It also takes place in kind of this world of writers and and trying to get published and that sort of thing. Was that a new world for you, or or do you write in reality, or is that something just for the role.
1: I I have journals and journals at home. <laughs> I write in a room very privately. Um, yeah, that's a completely foreign world to me, but uh, you know, you can relate as an actor to that kind of um, attempt to, to get work and do work and sometimes feel like you're throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping it sticks. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's handled so well because it's a world I don't know much about and we're kind of thrown into it, but it you, you understand exactly the pressures and what, what she's trying to go through so, yeah I thought that worked great Yeah. the next voice you'll hear after mine is Brian Slatton he plays a love interest of Ramona's named Ryan and he is also the real life partner of star Yvonne Woods can I ask you a couple of questions as well um, well you play sort of the the hot dad character in the film <laughs> as you're sort of a fleeting love interest um, so were you also involved from the very beginning I guess uh, as this came about
3: yeah, I was involved pretty early on, um, uh, not as early as Yvonne, but I think pretty close to as early as Yvonne, yeah.
0: What's it like to act alongside your actual life partner and not end up with her in the movie?
3: Yeah, <laughs> not great. <laughs> uh, this is, I don't know, the fifth or sixth time we've done something together, either a play or short film, a couple of films, so um, yeah. it. it unfortunately doesn't always end up well in the in the narrative of the 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 play or film that we're doing but luckily at the end of the day it does work out so yeah
0: and finally alicia reiner
2: my name is alicia reiner i play gwen and i am part of a trilogy of old friends well,
0: you're also one of the producers on the film how did that come about
2: you know, I am an old friend of Brooks, and having produced two films, I felt like I could share some acumen and tips and tricks and do's and don'ts, and that's pretty much how it came about. I would say Kristen did all the heavy lifting, um, but I, I got to sneak in there and share some secret surprises.
0: That's fantastic. Well, your character in the film is is a bit antagonistic, at least at first, uh, and uh, kind of obnoxious to the, the main character. Is it fun to play that kind of a, a role sometimes?
2: It's fascinating. When you are an actor, it's hard not... You fall in love with the character you're playing. And so when you just said that... I wanted to get so defensive and mad at you. I'm like, no, I'm not. Because in her eyes, she is not. She's just telling the truth. And I think there's a beauty to all art in reminding us that everybody's just walking through the world doing their best. I don't believe there are any villains on this planet. There are people who have a different idea than i might you know but i think everybody's just trying to do the best they can
0: yeah and i, I love that about the script too is that initially we see gwen maybe through uh, ramona's eyes as, as a bit antagonistic but then you get the depth later and they reconnect and uh, yeah i think it's a beautiful a beautiful story so thank you for your work in this film and thanks of for course. talking with me
2: of course thank you
0: and that is ramona at midlife i don't believe the film is available just yet but i would not be surprised to see it pop up on vod or streaming before too long i'll stay tuned to that and make sure to share the film out when it is available stay tuned to the podcast feed for more behind the scenes episodes like this one out of the bentonville film festival thank you so much for listening follow us on social media and as always keep it snob free